there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for The Everyday Guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Hello and welcome back to the Weekside Podcast. I'm Jenny Vrentis. I'm here with Connor Orr. And it is July in the NFL calendar, which is normally pretty quiet. But yet again, we have another news break this week to talk about. Last week at this time, we were talking about Cam Newton. Now we are talking about Washington undergoing a thorough review of its team nickname that is a racial slur, and it seems imminent or uh, inevitable is perhaps a better word, that they will change the name at this point. Snyder has been dug in for years, but finally mounting pressure from corporate sponsors as everything in America, Connor, money talks. Money has finally pushed this to the precipice. Actually, we were talking about this a little bit on last week's Weekside Pod, too. The second uh, episode of the week, we, we said that it would have to be a, a financial push for him. And then shortly thereafter, we have 
FedEx, this one of the minority owners and also the naming rights holder of the stadium spoke up uh, wanting the name to be changed. Nike has taken down merchandise from its website until there is a name change. So what we're going to talk about today is something that Connor wrote for the MMQB, potential new names. What direction will Washington go from here? And you had a lot of good ideas, Connor. Shall we go through them one by one, or do you want to talk about your favorite one first? Yeah, let's go through them one by one, because I think it's like, I lumped them into like a couple different categories, and I think what um, Washington is going to end up doing here is, uh, well, to be clear, here's what I think they should do, and then we'll get into what they will probably will do. What they should do is take the year off, right? Um, I referenced on Twitter, um, you know, I'm, uh, I often go up to West Point to visit uh, the coaching staff uh, there and, um, you know, have learned a lot from Army and Navy football over the years. And every year they take an entire calendar year to come up with their uniform designs for the Army Navy game. And it's always, you know, um, some kind of battalion or, you know, group of people that were instrumental in a war that don't get a lot, uh, that, that don't get talked about. And it's research and it's talking to people and it's learning. And I feel like this is what Washington can do, right? You take, you don't have a nickname for this year. You just are Washington and you maybe play without a logo or whatever you want to do but you don't do anything this year and you learn you learn about why people were upset you listen you come up with an idea that maybe you don't have to change a whole lot in the end you know i mean there have already been some suggestions from some tribes that you wouldn't even have to change it would fit into the fight song still you know what i mean this is not really asking you to move a mile but in this time i think that it's most responsible that we all sort of sit down and listen and this is a great opportunity for Washington to sit down listen and honestly probably come up with something 10 times cooler and I'm not saying what they had was cool to begin with but like maybe actually something that a lot more people could get on board with yeah I think that's a really smart idea Connor to give them the time to actually do the work and actually to learn coming out of this experience all along that has been the great failure of the Washington team they never met with name change activists in 2014 Fritz Pollard Alliance tried to broker a meeting between Washington leadership and change the name activists that meeting was never set up they Washington never agreed to that meeting Snyder did do a tour of some Native American communities across the nation, um, but in in terms of entertaining the conversation about changing the name and actually appreciating the perspective of those who have been pushing for the name to be changed, he's never acknowledged that as a valid perspective. It's essentially any work that he's done has been to instead uh, validate his continued use of the name. So I think for this to actually be a meaningful step rather than a reaction to his pocketbook. I think he does need to put in the learning and have those meetings that he has declined to have in the past, which is why I think your idea is a really great one. And I think, you know, people have said, you know, there are lots of different names that we could be reconsidering now. And I think the Washington name has always, in my view, been the worst because it's in itself a racial slur. Uh, the Cleveland Indians also is 
has been problematic too, especially when they had the caricature of a Native American as their logo, which they had changed. But I think those two have always stood out as the worst. Um, but just any appropriation of Native American imagery or names outside of the context of how it's meant to be used in the Native American community, right? Headdresses that aren't um, serving, you know, headdresses are earned in the Native American community, right? So when you see people wearing them at football games, they're not earned. And so there's just like a, there's a whole spectrum of things, but it starts with changing the name. And then also if you do want to, uh, maintain a tie to Native American communities, figuring out a way to do it that actually involves Native Americans. And that includes talking to change the name activists. Yeah. Um, but like you said, uh, this dovetails nicely into our first group of suggestions. Snyder is Snyder. And so uh, in lieu of uh, learning something or having meetings, um, what's the most likely scenario, right, is to go fully in the opposite direction and call your team the Americans or the Warriors and drape them in camouflage or red, white, and blue or really sort of kowtow to the um, the people that you're worried about losing in the first place, right? Um, because let's be honest, I mean, there is a segment of the population that is upset um, with the name change. They align fairly politically with what's going on right now and you know what would Snyder do right call them the warriors make this all about uh, Ron Rivera had referenced the military for some reason in Washington's statement um, about changing uh, reviewing uh, the name changing process so make this team just steeped in this sort of strangely hard to define Trumpian military aesthetic and you know, call them the Americans, call them the warriors, and you're basically thumbing your nose at everybody that forced you to change your name in the first place. Yeah, and I guess this kind of fits into what Ron Rivera's comments were saying to honor the military, which was sort of a head scratcher when I saw the statement. Uh, He talked a little bit further to the Washington Post over the weekend, and he said that many Native Americans serve in the military, so that was what he was referencing. I think it's a strange connection to make though it's sort of it just didn't seem to fit into the conversation but yes since ron rivera has apparently seen a couple of the name options connor i think it's a fair bet to assume that something along these lines is being considered very disappointing i think show or performance by him in general i mean we had talked about this two weeks ago on the show when he was asked about the name change and he said that this wasn't a discussion for right now and then all of a sudden when the press release came out it was apparently a very deep issue for him and his family like you know and and i just feel like we need to start cutting the shit like you know like desperately cut the shit and be honest about what your thoughts are and what your opinions are because who is this serving to this double talk and to try to get out of the question and then to come back 10 minutes later when it's a pressing issue this is like i mean coaches have always been politician 101 but this is not serving anybody at this time i mean this is just a ridiculous way to to and we've seen it with the kaepernick stuff too you and i've talked about this too it's like everybody is so aggressively straddling both sides of the line but you don't have to anymore i mean the everything's broken wide open you don't get punished for having controversial opinions anymore apparently so just say what you feel if you think that that should be your team name at least be honest about it and don't say it's important to you one minute and then it's not important to you the next minute 
2020 has been a strange year, but my great hope for this year is that we can come out of it with exactly what you just said. Just cut the shit. Like, <laughs> that's really what I would like to see. Yeah. That would 20- be a great outcome of 2020, if not. Or Ventus 2020. Cut the shit. <laughs> cut the shit. <laughs> we would be um, a viable third party candidacy, I think, with that. Just oh, cut the shit. <laughs> Sounds like we'd have to go up against Kanye, but um, okay, well, besides true. the yeah. point. Um, all right, <laughs> on to your next name suggestion, the Red Tails Red Clouds. I liked both of these because um, the Red Tails uh, was a runner-up in a Rename Washington uh, contest. I think it was six years ago. Um, and, you know, someone went outside the box. It wasn't even one of the pre determine nicknames that you could use um, but this person thought it would be a good idea um, to honor the Tuskegee Airmen um, and I, I think that's a really cool idea. They had the red tails on the back of their planes and while a lot of this was based out of Alabama where the training was done, this was a super diverse group of colored Americans, mostly African American but Haitian American, Caribbean American um, Latino um, American soldiers um, that fought in World War II and I, I think that would be really cool. I mean, because that's, yes, I mean, is it based somewhat in Tuskegee and in Alabama? But that's a very American story that, um, you know, for whatever reason, we tend to overlook when we like to bring up our, you know, fairy tales of history and all this kind of stuff. But this is something I think that people could get behind. And it, it involves a lot of different components and elements. And I don't know, uh, you know, and as the user uh, who created it said, you wouldn't even have to change the fight song. Red Tails fits in just the same, you know. Uh, I don't know. You wouldn't have to change the color scheme. I think it would be, uh, you know, I, I think that would be a neat name. Um, just like Red Clouds, you know, uh, Red Cloud was a famous Native American um, military chief, war hero, someone who was actually brought to Washington and celebrated for his exploits on the battlefield, um, you know, and again, would not have to change a whole lot. And I think that now I don't want to speak for the Native American community, but I think maybe naming the team after someone like that would at least be more agreeable than what they have now, where you're at least kind of showing some sort of a deference for the history uh, of their culture a little bit. Yeah, that seems to fit in a lot of different levels, Connor, either of those two options. And as you mentioned, it would be a somewhat seamless transition which could be a priority if they're trying to roll out a new name and everything for the 2020 season it seems like something that would kind of uh, be easily um, fit into where they're at right now which you know maybe perhaps keeping the color scheme um, and so and as you mentioned you know the, the wording and it fits into the the fight song and everything so that is a is a really good idea I think um, on to option number three, some kind of iteration of hogs. You just do the hogs, the battle hogs, the war hogs. You could do the drain the swamp hogs if you want, whatever. You know, um, <laughs> Joe Connor, Bugle. <laughs> that's good. I'm sorry. I had to laugh. <laughs> Joe Bugle, the team's legendary offensive line coach, um, you know, passed away earlier this year and was really the architect of that. Joe Jacoby, Mark May, Russ Grimm, Jeff Bostic, uh, you know, that that big, powerful offensive line of the late 80s, early 90s um, that propelled them to those Super Bowl wins. You know, that is half the team. That's sort of their secondary mascot anyway, right? Definitely. Everybody wears the pig masks. Everybody has the shirts with the hogs on them anyway. And this is a way to sort of just, I mean, if you're, I think this would be the easiest way 
to just move on without any sort of pushback from the fan base. You're basically adopting your secondary mascot as your primary mascot, right? Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. As you mentioned, you know, there's there's Hogs Haven, there's all these fan sites that are built around this Hogs secondary mascot. So um, that could fit in pretty well. Your next option is in the Washington vein. Senators, presidents, federals, founders. Be a little bit tougher to do right now. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> and especially, too, I mean, because now there's like, now we're fine, like, we're finally talking about American history in mm-hmm. the right context, right? The fact that many of our country's founders were slaveholders, that the words of the Declaration of Independence didn't apply to all. Like, we're finally putting history in the accurate context. And so I think there is certainly less of a romanticization of American history. Yeah. And, you know, we saw um, the Washington Nationals, uh, the baseball team. I mean, there was a senator's team back then, but I think it's harder to romanticize is the perfect word. That's the perfect way to put it. What is happening in that area of the country right now and to say, oh, it's cool because, you know, it's not like San Francisco and the 49ers, right? Or, you know, any of these other sort of very unique regional nicknames. It's more like, okay, we can't agree on anything politically right now. So it would be very hard to call the team the presidents or the founders or anything like that because, I don't know, we're just in a place where I don't think anybody can agree on anything in that sphere. But uh, right. the the inclination will be there because there's always that knee-jerk to go um uh, to go in that direction. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think if I had to put my money on anything, I think those would be way down the line at this point. Right. Yeah. And also in the context of having conversations with Native Americans, I think that would also be a tough sell because the founders of the country are the ones who took away Native American land. And, yep. uh, you know, I think that's that would be inconsistent with the idea that you would want Native American input and you would want um, some kind of rebranding that would make them feel valued, um, if that's even possible at this point. I mean, True. Uh, you know, I am a little bit skeptical and, uh, you know, I think I, I am curious if, Snyder will meet with people who have been active in pushing for the change of the name. As we've said, that has been the one step he hasn't been willing to take. Um, so I am skeptical that he will seek that input. But yes, if he did, you know. And it also just struck me too, Connor, is that uh, over this all came up over July 4th weekend. And this was a July 4th when I really thought a lot about the fact that it doesn't represent some time of celebration for so many parts of our country Mm -hmm. and that includes Native Americans so it was just sort of interesting timing that this was bubbling to the surface and was happening over a holiday weekend that is not a holiday for so many yeah absolutely this is it we've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, 
We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. At the top of the show, we talked about taking a year off from uh, having a nickname at all um, and, and doing the homework. If that's impossible, then just don't have a nickname. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I, I think that while it sounds crazy, I mean, foot, uh, European football, um, but, you know, a lot of these teams, they have... Okay, so I'm going to get destroyed for this. Um, but I, I need to make sure I have my soccer uh, knowledge in the line here. But if I'm not mistaken, like like Manchester United are like the Red Devils, right? That's like a name, a nickname that they have. Um, but they're mostly everyone just calls them Manchester United, right? I mean, just like, I don't know... Um, uh, I like this. Chelsea, yeah. Chelsea is the Blues, I believe, and, but everyone just calls them Chelsea, you know. And so, if you're Washington, you know the soccer team there in Washington is already DC United, but you could do, you know, the Washington FC, Washington Football Club, or you could be, you know, and anything like that that just says, "Hey, we're Washington," and and that's it. And uh, or you could go super vague and governmental and call yourself like the Department of Defense, you know, or something like that, you know, where you'd be like Washington slash the Department of Defense, and then you build your identity around a great defense or something like that, like like a Rex Ryan team. You just never draft on offense at all. 
<laughs> I really like this, Connor, because I think it's sort of mascots are kind of silly to begin with. I mean, and certainly in this conversation, we're talking about a mascot that is deeply offensive and hurtful to so many. So just go totally the other way. Say, hey, we don't we don't need a mascot. I know. I think soccer is a good precedent. Again, we've talked openly on the show that our soccer knowledge is somewhat lacking, but <laughs> I think the Uh, examples that you provided are correct you don't really hear a lot of soccer teams being referred to as their mascot even you know in the NWSL I had gone to the club that Megan Rapinoe plays for last year when we were doing the sports person story and their Rain FC I think they were bought by uh, have a partnership with a club in France now so they're now OL Rain but certainly there isn't like a mascot that's prominent like in, in terms of how you refer to the team it's just Rain FC or OL Rain so I mean uh and I, and I kind of like those, like, just kind of Department of Defense. I really like that, Connor. I mean, I think that could be catchy, and um, I think that could really work well. Maybe. You never know. Um, I, I just think, and uh, someone had tweeted us um, uh, about, now, I, I didn't read too deeply into this, but uh, the Potomacs uh, would be a, an interesting nickname. That is a local tribe, um, you know, that that the Potomac river was named after. Um, and so, you know, there's an example, but again, it's like, you don't want to put words in anybody's mouth because maybe a tribe does not want to be quote unquote honored by a football team. Maybe they want to have nothing to do with a football team, you know? Um, and again, that's a conversation that Daniel Snyder is going to have to have, um, which, you know, is, um, remains to be seen whether or not uh, that'll happen. I mean, you know, the conversations that he will be having, I mean, let's be real about what's going to go on here in the next few weeks. We all saw the uniform change wave uh, this year, um, and especially the Rams gave us a little bit of a peek behind the curtain. You have no idea how many branding experts, uh, focus group people, you know, the, the sheer magnitude of what has to happen here. Um, is staggering, I think. And I think that those are the people that Snyder is probably more likely to listen to at this point, and they're the ones that kind of control the steering wheel at this point. You know, what kind of uniforms are going to sell? Do we have to change the colors? You know, do we have to do A, A, B, C, D, E, F, G? I think all of that is going to have to take precedent in his mind um, above, you know, wow, I, I, I really hurt some people's feelings here over the last 30 years. Let me see what I can do about it, you know? Yeah, and of course, one of the conversations will be how can we make the most money off the rebrand in terms of marketing the new merchandise and having a whole new set of uniforms, team apparel, et cetera, to sell. You know, there is one kind of cognitive dissonance here between what Snyder has always said. Remember there was one account of when Snyder went on one of his trips uh, to a Native American community. He visited the Pueblo of Zuni and he had a conversation with a a museum director that I remember the museum director wrote an essay about several years ago. And he said at the end of their visit, he expressed his displeasure with the name and Snyder said something along the lines of like, Hey, we're a football team. So if they turn around now and are basically like, Oh yeah, we want to incorporate native American culture. We want to honor it. Like it's just so this, this whole thing just is smacks me as so frustrating, Connor, because he had the chance to do the right thing, right? He's had multiple opportunities to do the right thing. Even in 2014, just meet with Native American change the name activists, you know? And so I'm just so reluctant to give them any credit. While I'm happy that we're here and I'm happy that this awful name is changing and I'm happy that... Um, 
there it, it seems inevitable at this point I'm one I, I I'm sort of in believe it when I see it mode like I'm not so sure that there won't be some kind of I don't know last minute curveball because I'm a skeptic but two you know when it happens it's like all right he's basically forced into it for business reasons and just it just doesn't feel good you know it doesn't feel good Connor no I'm waiting uh you know it's been a while I need we need something um you know to leave us with a good taste in our mouth it's been uh it's been a little bit of time you know (laughs) maybe and and this was never going to be the thing you know I think that that's the difficulty of this all is when push comes to shove and there's so much uh great advocacy being done for uh you know uh putting history in its correct perspective and its correct light but it's still so frustrating to see the motivation the ultimate motivation behind all the decisions you know what i mean and it, it so it, it just doesn't leave you feeling good in the moment that okay. said for better or worse there's, I would say at this point, a 99% chance that the Washington football team will not have a racial slur as a nickname in, in yeah. 2020. So, hey, that's, yeah. that's, that's good. a win. It's that's a win. A win. It, it's positive. The end result will be positive. And, you know, I think there's future generations of kids who are going to grow up and not have to feel uncomfortable by this nickname. Yeah. Future, totally. you know, there are. Native Americans across the country who don't want their kids to have to face this uncomfortable nickname that they faced growing up. They don't want their kids to be called the R word. And this is a positive step in that direction. So yes, you're right, Connor. It's it's a good outcome, despite the fact that it's just a reminder of the power of our capitalistic society and that that can oftentimes just leave you feeling kind of ugh, about I, things. I agree. Um, what's something... Uh, uh, holiday weekend had just passed um, while it was a little bit more somber in nature certainly given what was going on anything uh, a good highlight from the holiday weekend that didn't give you the uh, uh, feeling something that can uh, I feel like we need that kick at the end of the episode. a little kick yeah, yeah. Um, you know I, I, I don't have anything top of mind Connor how about you we were uh, we were driving home on the fourth. Uh, we went to go visit my in-laws um, at their cabin, and uh, we took a little boat ride. Which, by the way, uh, residents of Lake Wampalpac, no social distancing out there. Bad job <laughs> on all of you. Um, a lot of partying on those boats. I hope everybody was, uh, you know, uh, asymptomatic or uh, had a, had their coronavirus test before they got on those boats. I was watching every one of you um, as we were isolated in our own little, uh, section of the, of the lake. But, um, we're driving home and sort of lamenting the fact that like, you know, uh, our community canceled their fireworks, our town canceled their fireworks. Um, uh, they, they canceled them where my in-laws were. Um, but we were driving along route 15 on the way back to New Jersey. And all of a sudden we passed this field and this beautiful fireworks display starts. And so I, I said, I'm going to be the best dad in the world. I pulled over, uh, you know, woke her up. And I was like, look, uh, you know, fireworks. And she's kind of looking at them, never seen them before, didn't really know what to make of it. And after two or three, she said, I want to go home. <laughs> so I said, okay, <laughs> we're, uh, we're going to go home. But uh, so that was, uh, we, we tried. We tried you to tried. do a little bit of fireworks, but, uh, you know, it's, yeah. it is what it is, you know? Yeah, there was a lot of, uh, Central Park was pretty packed. They just went for a walk um, on Saturday on the 4th and, there were so many barbecues and gatherings. It was a little overwhelming. So I, I made my walk pretty short. But uh, yeah. We would advise you, as always, to stay safe out there, gang. We want, uh, you know, we want everybody to be listening to the Weekside Podcast twice a week, every week, in, in perfect health. So, you know, 
Keep it up. We can do yeah. this. And uh, and we haven't done a mailbag in a couple weeks, but I think we'll probably get to that next couple weeks in July. So send those in to weeksidepod at gmail.com. We will look for your answers and we'll read them in coming weeks. So thanks everyone for joining us this week. The MMQB Weekside Podcast is me, Jenny Rentis, and Connor Orr. We are produced by Shelby Royston. SI's executive producer of podcasts is Scott Brody. Ben Eagle is director of editorial projects and product. Mark Moravik is emeritus executive director of the MMQB. Keep up with our entire lineup of podcasts five days a week by subscribing to the MMQB NFL podcast for free on Apple Podcasts. And while you're there, please do us a favor and leave a rating and review. It really does help other people find the show, which is also available on Spotify, Radio.com, Stitcher, SI.com, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.